it. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome back to This Is A Takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to, tonight to introduce your host, Shelby Death Ray Patterson. Thank you, David, and welcome to This Is A Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Belmont. And we're here to discuss Crown Jewel 2022. But first off, how are you doing, Gina? Oh, I am good, but... <laughs> are you now <laughs> i'm a little a little all over the place why is that you know i have nine days and then i'm not gonna be gina belmont anymore no, I, we're I, gonna ha i'm gonna have to redo that intro we we are the next time that we do, you know what the next time the we next do time we do this i am gonna have a new name i'm getting married well if you would just Woo! if you would just start using the nickname i gave you it would still work oh <laughs> uh, what gina, was that again gina bless your heart brafford I'll take that. Hey, that works. It, I'll take it. It works as well as Belmont. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still a B, Gina. But, well, that's not... The, wait, hang on. That's not the problem that we had with it. The problem <laughs> I had was the intention of how... Bless your heart. Well, but it does work, though. It does work. It does. <laughs> like, I don't well, understand. Why, why are you fighting this? <laughs> you know what, Gina? Bless your heart. Let's see. see okay. There it is. There you it brought is. that one on yourself. Yep. I walked right into that door. <laughs> now, got slammed right in my face. Yeah. Now, I do want to say to our listeners out there that thanks uh, to the tropical storm that's rolling Jesus. up the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, and the, the limited amount of time we all have in a week to, to all sit down and record together, you're going to get a wrestling podcast with a side of ASMR tonight, and I apologize for that. I blame me. Yeah. Because I literally, if you go back, listeners, mm -hmm. to any podcast that I am on for the past, <laughs> like, two months, it has been raining. You know and what? And first, I blame dogs. I was like, nope, this is dogs' fault, but nope, it's mine. No, so but I fully we could take it back because we're still... This is kayfabe about post one. Yeah. This it, is still his property. That's true. We could. I, I, that's a stretch, though. Like, I, feel like I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he has stretched for far other more pointless things. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yes, congratulations. Thank you. It's going to be fun. But my brain's a little scattered, so y'all, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm already in a goofy mood. No, we already are. I feel are. like we all know what's going to happen. At least okay. I hope we do. <laughs> Not at the wedding, dingbat. <laughs> Here tonight with this recording. Oh, surely Lord knows. your wedding planner knows what's going to happen. That's why you hired her. Oh, yes. And <laughs> she's worth every damn penny. Because yeah. Lord have mercy. So I think these Crown Jewel events, I feel like, are always really interesting. Yeah. Because we notoriously on this show and just across this network in general do not like these shows. Yeah. And the main reason is because of the blood money of it all, right? Like, it's just the indication of, like, why we're over here. Yeah. And, but also, they've just been notoriously bad. Oh, awful. Like, they kind of been just, like, glorified Raw and SmackDown episodes, but, like, turned up to 11. I'll never forget the Vagina Cup. Oh, my God. There's nothing on this. Oh, David, David you, you make that face. Do you remember the vagina cup? It was a, it, it was unfortunately a very horribly made trophy. Yeah. That looked like uh, the cup looked like a diva cup 
with fallopian tubes <laughs> on the side of it. It was awful. It was deplorable. And wasn't it for like hilarious? The, it was for the women's championship of something. No, no. wait, no, it was the best in the world because Shane got it. Yes, <laughs> it was for the, the greatest wrestler in the world or <laughs> some, something was. like that. Some bullshit like that. That's right. So they would do stuff like that, and all it the was time. just so ooh. it was like the greatest Royal Rumble. You would have like Goldberg and Taker. And Shawn Michaels came back into that awful match with Taker that one time. You know, it just, they always kind of notoriously had these, like, quote-unquote gimmick matches. Yes. That you would see on, like, a specialty version of Raw. Because it's exactly what the prince wanted. Right. He just basically would write down being like, okay, I want to see this. And It's like writing to Santa. And Santa, this year, (laughs) I won a match against The Undertaker. And I won a match against Goldberg. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure that I I saw on Instagram, and this might not be 100% correct. I might have read it wrong, but I I'm pretty sure I read they uh, they made more money from the Saudis for this one pay per view than they have every WrestleMania combined. Good so, lord, are you serious? If my if my facts are correct, I'm pretty sure they make 50 million per Saudi show. Million with an M. A million with an M. Yes. That's un per Saudi show. What? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot of money. So I understand why we do these shows, right? Because that's just, it's a very rich man and rich country that is willing to <sighs> give them lots of money. That's And Vic, Vince McMahon loved money. Yes, right? he did. So I understand. And now they're in this like 10-year contract. Yeah, and Hunter always will keep a contract. But here's the thing, though. I don't know if they can get out of that. Yeah. No. I don't know. Do you want to break a contract? Absolutely with the not. Yeah. No, I, no. I'm fine to sit here, you know, in this booth and be far away uh-huh. from them. You, I don't think. And there's a lot of other people on the roster who believe that there's no amount of money that can get them over there. Oh, yeah. There, there's constantly protest about. Yeah. Like, I will not go over there. It doesn't matter how much money you pay me. Yeah. This might, honorable. This might be a bad time to uh, segue into our sponsorship. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, guys? We're sponsored? It, it's, it's been really nice doing this show with you guys. <laughs> I really appreciate it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to play a quick 30-second ad. No, from- get out of <laughs> Oh man, don't don't tease us with actual sponsorships. <laughs> I looked at you and I was like, "We're sponsored." No, no. Bless my heart. I'm gonna go ahead and say there it for myself. Go. There we go. Here's a spot from the prince. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but oh. I I say all that to then say I actually didn't hate this one. Like, uh, I didn't absolutely hate it. I didn't hate watch it like I thought I would. I didn't hate watch it. Well, that's what we do. We get we together. Do. We hate watch no, it. No, it's just that's an apt description. Yeah. And I just we, really like it. We do hate watch a lot of things, but I'm going to go on record now and say that nobody involved in Long Walk Productions has ever hate watched anything involved with Saudi Arabia. In fact, we've all thoroughly enjoyed everything we've seen from them every single time and had nothing but the utmost respect yeah. for the people Yeah, involved. no. <laughs> Lightning is about to strike you down <laughs> right where you sit. And we're in a metal building. <laughs> I think he's covering our asses for us. And I'm just making it worse. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. But I, I really didn't. Like I did I'm not gonna sit here and say that I like really enjoyed myself. Yeah. But I 
I think that it was better than most Crown Jewel events. I'm trying to... When... Right near the end of when Vince left and all of that, I felt that the show was at that quality of like a, like a not raw but like a smackdown mm-hmm. like that level like it's gotten up and up recently like in quality and rating and all of that but from where it used to be at like rock bottom of just like the vagina cup right and then going up and it, it has improved and i i understand that there are some very serious negotiations that have to happen with these things mm-hmm. i mean having women alone on the card Having women wrestle, that was monumental mm-hmm. when this started. And now having to multiple women's Multiple matches. with more skin-tight clothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, good Lord. Scarlet even came out hot as hell. We'll, we'll talk about that. that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But it, I know that it takes time. So it has, it has gotten a lot better than yeah. where it definitely started. Well, and I think... You, we, I say all of that to also say, again, another addendum. When you have the headliner be someone like Roman Reigns and Logan Paul, mm. where it's, it's, it's a gimmick match, yeah, right? Because going into it, you see, you're, you're thinking, one, he's not winning this match. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. And if he is going to be good, he's going to be good at this one match, and there's going to be no story, there's going to be no substance, there's going to be nothing. That's not what this match was, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just I just want to go ahead and talk about it, because... I love how we've been recently starting at the end and then going back to the beginning. I, I like it, because <laughs> I there's been, the past couple of pay-per-views, there's been some really big shit that have happened at the end, and I don't want to wait till the end. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, anyway... So is that cool? Can no, we that's great. Okay. So, okay. I ha- I've, been, I've been going through all of, all of my feelings with this match. Because yeah. at first, I hated it. I, have right? a, I didn't yeah. want anything to do with it because I don't want anything to do with him. I, right? Mm. When he first came on and he was doing shit with The Miz, I'm like, okay, fine. Stay there. Don't move. Right? Stay in the mid card. Stay with the Miz. Tag team the shit out of whatever. You know, yeah. you can stay there and that's fine We're because I'm probably not going to watch it. Mm. And I can go to the bathroom or I can go get a drink or I can, you know, whatever and not have to worry about it. Yeah. But then you move them into the main event. Like and now the jump people was, have to pay attention. Like why? And, and that's the thing is like when I saw that he was coming in for main event, I was livid. I was like the the jump mm-hmm. that he made just because of followers or whatever, you know, it, it made me frustrated and we've talked about it and you said it beautifully where, you know, he's jumped the line where there were so many other people in this company who have worked their asses off to try to get main event spots. And, you know, this is before we had watched it where this, you know, TikToker, you know, vine famous guy, there, there it is. vine, yeah. Like, for all you whippersnappers out there, that was before TikTok. Um, that was the original That was TikTok. the original TikTok. Um, it, it's just, it's frustrating because I was like, oh, great. Like, he's just here to make them money. And that's obnoxious. Like, this is already, like, going to be horrible. So I, I came in, in into watching this with a piss-poor attitude. Well, same. I mean, I, I definitely didn't 
definitely didn't want to like it and definitely didn't think I was going to. Yeah. I didn't come into this match at all because no, I you left. left. You walked as soon, out. As soon as we got to main event and I knew that it was uh, Reigns and Paul, I was like, okay, I love you guys. I hate these two men. Y you Bye. know, and that's what I really can respect about our producer, David. Yes. <laughs> like, he will not stay for shit that he doesn't want to watch. He's like, I'm out, like, man. He's like, I'm out. I'm not going to watch it. But it's really frustrating for me to actually say these words. No, oh God. I really liked the match. Yeah. Like, I, I, once I actually went and watched it, because full disclosure, everyone, I fell asleep. You did. I, but you were just exhausted. I was really tired. But I, I, when I actually watched it, he gets it. Yeah. And that's what sucks. And so the psychology, too. And so I was thinking about this. When you have celebrity matches in the past... Like, well, you've had a shit ton of people yes. that have been like, I like wrestling. Mm -hmm. I want to come on and I want to do something. Like, you've had, like, you had David Arquette that mm -hmm. came on. And he was, he was kind of a, an exception because he, was, he actually understood shit. Yeah. But he didn't really do that much. Then you had, you actually had Snooki. Come on and I do something. I forgot about yes. Snooki. Yes, David. <laughs> Snooki came on. She did a round off back handspring elbow to some. To That's some right, because she did corner. cheerleading. Yes. That's right. And the crowd went fucking nuts. Like they loved I'm, it. That I mean, but I'm, that's all that celebrities oh. were like really supposed to do. One spot wonders. Right. Exactly. They like trained for that one spot. And then the crowd would pop, and then they would be like, yeah, you know, in the middle of the ring, and then go home. Yes. Let's not forget about Bad Bunny. Well, that's what oh, I was going to bring okay. up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, don't worry. But so now there's this expectation that celebrities who come on actually have to know what they're doing. Yeah. Right? So you have, you go back to Stephen Amell, right, yeah. who came on. That who, was the start of it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think there might have been someone else before that, but I can't remember. But Stephen Amell came in, trained, knew the psychology, knew the history, knew everything about wrestling, right? And I mean, was deep really, friend of Cody's. Exactly. And deep was friend really, of really good. And that was a great angle. You had Bad Bunny, who came in, who surprise. legit was the surprise of the century, hey right? Who came in, this Latin pop star who is amazingly talented, right? And just the greatest human, apparently. Apparently. The sweetest person. He tag-teamed with Damian Priest against The Miz and John Morrison at WrestleMania and legit steals the night. I've, that was such a great and match. I popped so hard for him <laughs> multiple times, genuinely, yes! during that match. And, and then now you have Logan Paul, who apparently trained for months for this match. Right. And he he has done this is his third match. Right. Yeah. Total. And his match with The Miz was OK. Like it was it was fine. It was that starter. But this one. He understood not just the moves that he was doing, but why he was doing them. Yeah. And Roman actually sold better for him than I think I've seen himself that's, or anybody. That's what I wanted. And I said that to you the other night. I said, Roman Reigns just had his Randy Orton moment. Yeah. Where he connected truthfully with this person and put forth the effort mm -hmm. that he needed to have. I don't know if they trained together. 
I don't know if they, you know, worked together on storylines so that they could both be connected for this moment, mm-hmm. but he came to bat, and that's what I was most floored about. Oh, the other one was Pat McAfee. That's oh, who I was forgetting. Oh, of course! Yes. So apparently, <laughs> Pat McAfee won PWI's Rookie of the Year last year. Get the hell out of here. You yes. Serious? You know what? He did. Good for you, but Pat. That, but that's kind of proving the point of, like, you have these celebrities who come in who actually know what they're doing. Yeah. And so now it sets a precedent for, like, any other celebrity that comes in. Like, you can't just come in and do a one-off gimmick anymore. Yeah. Like, you absolutely have to know what you're doing and how you're doing it and actually execute it perfectly. Because and if you watch the spots that he that Logan Paul did... Yeah. Every single spot that he did was almost perfect. It right? was frustratingly yeah. almost perfect. Right. And I think that you kind of get to a point now because the match itself was told, the story was told very well, but it also, Roman told it well because he actually sold his punches. Yeah. Right? So, like, I don't know if you noticed at the end of the match... He was holding his jaw. Yeah, like he got actually hurt. Right. I've never seen him do anything like that. Out of the two years that we have had to put up with this man, I have never seen him sell or act his ass off the way that he act like acted that night. Like that, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Monday morning, I saw uh, Chris, the fashion play Barnes from This Is a Work, Mm -hmm. and I. Hey, Chris. First thing I said to him was, "All right, so how bad was the Reigns and Paul match?" (laughs) And he sighed, and he went. It was really good, and we were all mad about it. <laughs> Can I tell you the uproar uh, that our group oh went into gosh. when this match was over? And it wasn't because the match was bad. It was because it was good. And that was... Right? Like, like that's sad. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> but you said something that makes sense now, because we were just talking about how now, the, when you come in and you're a guest, you have to know mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Vince would just want anyone to come in. Yeah. That would draw anyone in. It doesn't matter if they can wrestle. It's star power. And now that makes sense because Hunter is like, no, we wrestle. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming in, you're wrestling. Yeah, because if he, he came, he was there during the Vince era. Yes. And then has now, and his match was not, it was so so. Yeah. Right? But like now he's coming in and like, I mean, he's been working privately with Shawn Michaels. If he didn't get injured, I would think that they would try to make this storyline continue. Oh, absolutely. You know? It also helps that Logan Paul has fuck you money. That's true. I mean, at this point, he can (laughs) do literally. Yeah, he can do literally whatever he wants. I want to be a boxer. And fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that's his brother. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sorry. No, he he did that. Both yeah. of both of them. Did oh, I that. forgot he did too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a part. That was a big part of his promo for oh, this match. Oh yeah, was that, he, <laughs> that Floyd Mayweather couldn't knock me out. I'm like, bitch. I'm sure he even wasn't in his prime right now. <laughs> like, just it's fine. Let it go, baby boy. Right. Let it go. Yeah, most of these celebrities that I feel like come in there, they have that attitude of, all right, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm doing other things. I'm doing movies and TV shows and whatever right now. I'm gonna come in and do my thing and leave. Logan Paul has the free time and the money to be like, no, you know what? I don't have a day job, you fucking plebs. I'll spend seven <laughs> days a week working out and practicing. No, ex- exactly. Exactly. And there, I heard someone, someone else say this, cause I, so I can't take complete credit for this thought. Yeah. But it, there are three things that 
the celebrity side of wrestling now has to have when they come in yeah. right so they have to have the skill set mm-hmm. like to be athletic enough to do the moves yeah he has that they have to have the charisma to be able to portray this character that they're trying to portray in the ring unfortunately he has that because he has millions of followers on youtube and he is on youtube so he knows how to be charismatic in that sense yeah i guess I can argue with saying, okay, but is that charisma or is that him just actually in real life being an asshole? But that's for another day and we're not going to That's not what that I'm one. talking about. I know. Though. I'm not talking about him as the actual person. I'm talking about him as the YouTube persona that he has. Oh. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, because yeah. you can equate it like a YouTube personality and a, and a wrestling character as a very yes. similar thing. Okay. Right? Yes. I get you. I'm sorry. And three knowing the psychology of wrestling yeah and he may not know the deep psychology of it but he got this match yeah he got this match's psychology and and i think that's what made it work but i think if if it was just him and roman and you didn't have all that interference shit at the end i think it would have been a perfect match for me wow i really do because i am so sick of all of the WWE interference. Like, I'm over it. You, you've been mentioning Almost that for every a while now. match. Yeah. Not just on pay-per-view, but on Raw and SmackDown, too. You yeah. have a run-in interference. You have a distraction. You have a DQ finish. You have a whatever. You don't have clean finishes anymore. Yeah. Like, it, it really annoys me. Yeah. Because you had the Usos run out. Mm-hmm. And then you had Jake Paul run out, who had the worst punches I have ever seen was, in my life. And see, that's the thing that drives me crazy. <laughs> is like the people who have actually been in fights, like Ronda went through that for a while. Oh, her punches were horrible. Oh too. my gosh, yeah. they were atrocious. And even Shayna Baszler, like, could not figure out until a little while later, like, mm-hmm. the degree of how to punch somebody. Right. And it's frustrating because you're sitting there going, you're the one who's paid to beat the shit out of people. I feel like you would, you know, understand like how close to be like, but I, I get it. I, I, I think that those are the people who have the hardest to, or are the ones that have to work the hardest on that because they're used to actually hitting people. Like going through their heads. Right, exactly. And yeah. not having to have restraint. But like yeah. with wrestling, you can hit people, but like, you don't hit them with the same amount of force that an <laughs> MMA person what, or a What, they don't beat the has. shit out of each other? It depends on who's fighting each other, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I guess, uh, like, I don't want to give it a 4.5, but I'm giving it a wow. 4.5 because it was a good match. You know And what? I don't, I, we, we hold people's character against them all the time on the show. Yes. You know, and we're, I'm not we're gonna, a little bit. We're petty in that sense. <laughs> I can say it. I'm petty. Yeah. I will I will deduct an entire point because I don't like the person that's in the match. Like I've done it before. But I'm just saying I I still hate this man. Oh yeah, no. The hatred like, is still there, but we're I, not we're not going to go into how bad of a human this person is. Mm-mm. If you want to google it, go ahead, google it. Everybody but who is listening to this right now knows him. I'm sure has heard of the name Logan Paul and knows that there's negative connotations around. Yeah. So you don't have to sit here and let me tell you yeah. how bad of a person this man is. But that night, when he wrestled Roman Reigns, it was a really good match. Yeah. So I, I have to judge it off of that. Honestly, because it was I, I was, I was petty mad. I was the whole night. And the next morning I woke up and there was this picture that was used all over the internet. 
and it's it's really impressive and i have to give it to him for this picture it's when roman's on the ground he's about to do the superman punch that just decks paul Mm -hmm. but he logan paul i i kid you not he has to be at least six six and a half feet in the air Mm -hmm. you know just moons not moonsault but just i mean full about to just you know superhero punch down but the shot is breathtaking and you sit there and you see the form that he has just in the shot and i hate to admit it but i'm very impressed yeah it's it's, you can be impressed it's but the stubborn side of me doesn't want to be impressed i understand yes but i can't in you but you need to let that go (laughs) (laughs) he did exceptionally well especially for someone who has done so little yeah and i think that's also a good point to say too is that you have this person who did do a fantastic job but also who had months to train for this one match and has not been on the road has not done pay-per-views prior to this didn't do a pay-per-view earlier just this month there are addendums we can add to this but for where he was and for where this match was supposed to be mm-hmm. and the expectations that we all had, he excelled them. Yeah, and I think it is unfortunate because he did injure himself pretty badly. Very badly. During the middle of this match. And if you I, – I definitely have not gotten injured that badly during no. a show before, but I definitely have been injured in the middle of a show before and had to push through. I was there for And that, that is something that I don't wish on anybody. No. And that was just my ankle. So I can only imagine. And I'm sure the adrenaline, probably. Your entire knee area. Because it was MCL, ACL, and meniscus. Oh, I missed the MCL, too. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. He tore all three of those. And see, that that takes a level. Yeah. That, you know, that could have very easily had a moment where he could have sat down and been like, no, like, you know, any other celebrity who has not lived this life Mm -hmm. could have thrown in that towel very quickly and been like, hey, like, I can't. Yeah. But he didn't, and he kept going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, truthfully, going back, looking through, I still don't know the exact moment when. I don't either. And that's really impressive. Yeah. I I don't condone, you know, you pushing have, you through <laughs> very bad injuries. Yeah. But, however, comma, <laughs> that was fucking impressive. Yeah, and I I think so. Obviously, I think. I don't even know what else to say about it. Honestly, I I, I think we got it. I think that it helped the whole show, though, because if you look at, like, the rest of the matches that we're going to go through, like, they weren't fantastic. No, no. Like, there were some that were definitely fun, but they were not... There, there were none of these that, minus maybe one, Mm -hmm. that was actually, like, really, really good. So I think it definitely helped the pay-per-view as a whole. Yeah. Because... Having it end on that note mm-hmm. was pretty was pretty nice. Well, because our first match was Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, and you think <laughs> normally on a normal card that would have been the last card, like that would have been the last match. Yeah, this match lasted six minutes. <laughs> Brock gotta go. And that was the joke that we made the entire <laughs> night because the past few Crown Jewel pay per views, this man has been the first one on the card, and he has 
I think, a private jet that is waiting for him to get out of Saudi Arabia at the end of his match. I mean, man. Like, like probably parked outside the arena. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how he got home before everyone else. Like, last year, I think. Because yeah. When everyone got stuck in Saudi when Arabia. Suddenly, two years ago. Two years yeah, ago. Yeah, when yeah. suddenly the plane just was not going to go off until that Yeah, that's why Brock Lesnar was, was actually... <laughs> <laughs> was actually on TV the next following week and not yeah. stuck in Saudi Arabia. I actually think that might have been three years ago because that's, that three that's years? when NXT invaded. That's remember. Oh my gosh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was three years ago. Time is a construct. It's meaningless. It was 2019. Yeah, especially COVID time. It was 2019 because that's when. Wow. That's when NXT invaded and became a third brand, and then went on to do Survivor Series because of that. Oh my gosh. So thank you, Plane. That broke down in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> we got some pretty good golden years of NXT Woo-hoo! out of it. Anyway, but yeah, this match lasted six minutes and it literally consisted of Bobby Lashley beating the shit out of him and then getting pinned in a really weird sort of predicament. lift. Uh, I don't I, I I know the setup. So yeah, Bobby goes to set in the hurt lock. Okay. Which <laughs> impressive feat to get a a full Nelson onto Brock Lesnar's very thick neck. Thick. But <laughs> so he, you like that, David? Thick. <laughs> now, is that with a CK or with two Cs? Oh, two Cs, 100%. <laughs> so he locks in the hurt lock, and then Brock is struggling and then goes and pushes himself off of the turnbuckle in the corner. Bobby falls down, and Brock kind of... Bobby really maneuvers himself to make it so that his shoulders are on the ground. And then Brock pins him one, two, three. Oh, okay. So Brock was laying back or stomach up on him. So it's like so, Bobby was here. Yeah. Brock was laying on his back on top of him. <laughs> Thank you for the visuals. Now I, I understand. I'm just, I, I you guys can't see it, but it really does help me. <laughs> I can see her eyes. Listeners. I'm trying to remember that spot because I think I was talking to Kara at that point. Yeah. So Bobby is laying flat on his back. Yeah. Still connected to Brock. Okay. And then Brock is laying on his back on top of Bobby and then pins him. And I then I remember, I can't remember who like said that. it, but someone's like, is that a legal pin? <laughs> Like is that is that allowed? I mean, like, I mean, he didn't get up. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. So it was the shortest match of the entire night. That's unreal. Yeah, six minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's predictable, Brock. Yeah, but like this was supposed to be like their WrestleMania rematch. Yeah, and you know, it like just... it it fell flat. Like it it was it was not that great. One. No. Not even a one regal. No, no. I I gave it a three. <laughs> oh. Just beca- I mean, there wasn't anything to it. Yeah. So whenever there's nothing to it, I kind of just give it it's a just, middle of the road. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah. I mean, it, it was weird. It was a really weird yeah. match. And then Bobby beat him up afterward. But like, if he could beat him up. Then, like, okay, I don't yeah. know. Right? I don't understand that it psychology. It didn't make any sense. I don't get that psychology. Okay. So and any whore? Next match is Damage Control, which is Dakota Kai and Io Sky versus Alexa Bliss and Asuka. Oh, man. Now, really, this match didn't have a lot to it. But nah. I think what everybody's talking about is the interview beforehand. Do you remember what <laughs> happens before this? <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it. So... Alexa and Asuka yeah. are being interviewed, and then there's a TV that's behind them. Yeah. 
And then it glitches, and then the fiend, not the fiend, I keep calling him the fiend. I know. It's Bray an adjustment. Wyatt, it's an yeah. adjustment. Bray Wyatt's signal yeah. pops up. Ooh. Now, in the moment, I thought Asuka noticed it. Because I, I looked at Kara, and I was like, did you see Asuka's face? Because Asuka looks at it and blinks a bunch. And I was like, oh, my Ooh. God, is it Asuka? But apparently not. Apparently it was for Alexa. And I was just like, no, no, but that would have been really interesting. <laughs> it would have been very interesting. But we, yeah. so I, I see what you're saying, but I can also see like how Alexa's like, oh, yeah, like I don't see anything about it. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Asuka's like, no, like that's behind you. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. But it didn't. It, it was didn't, entailing, but it didn't really hit for me. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe it was because I was focusing more on Oscar when it happened than Alexa. Yeah. So I didn't really see Alexa's reaction. Ooh. But apparently, throughout the match, spooky shit was happening. Yes. And Ooh. I didn't notice any of it. No, 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 until no. Until it was pointed out to me. Always. That's how it on. always is. So apparently, like, there was a light that flashed on her face or something when she was doing a... Oh, I thought that was a... I thought that was a mess up. Oh. And then in the audience, when she did a hot tag, apparently the lights went down in the audience and then came back up. Oh, I like this spoopy stuff. So, do you think it's for Alexa or do you think it's for Nikki? Because Nikki interfered in this match and made them lose the title. So do you think it's like a, like, it looks like it's the obvious thing where it could be Alexa was with Bray. She was the latest one that was with him before he got released. And then, but it's really Nikki because she's crazy Nikki again. Because she did lose. Yeah. That's my big brain thinking right there, guys. Ooh, good wrinkle brain. If that... (laughs) If that actually happens, I'm going to be so happy. Uh, oh. I'm going to be so happy. because I didn't even think about that. Because I don't want Alexa back with him. I really don't. I think she's doing great with Asuka. I think she's doing fine. I think that I it's think she, adorable. I think she needs to stay in the twisted bliss where she is right now. And then if it's Nikki, then she can be like, Nikki, I've been there before. You don't want to be there. And, you know, they right. can use that later and have that exactly. conversation. Ooh. I think there's more. And then they can be best friends again. I think there's more to build on that yeah. than going back to Alexa. It's the it's the easy way out. It is. I th- ooh, I like that, Shelby. Well, ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, hot take I mean, from Shelby. That's that's really the only thing that I took away from this match. Because I mean, hey, really nothing else. I mean, EO looked lost as hell during yeah, the entire something's match. Been up with her lately. I don't know what's going on. Damage control really hasn't had the push that I thought it was gonna have we were ready yeah like i was very excited when they debuted at SummerSlam. well it's funny because if you think back it's not like eo and dakota ever had a lot together on nxt no they didn't they never like had anything so i can see that this can be an adjustment period for them both of learning to work with somebody that they've never worked with before but at the same time it's like the push is for bailey and and they're just with bailey the you know all, what I mean? All three of them have not been booked properly, in yeah. my opinion. But especially the two of them. Yeah, they're they're side, not side pieces, but you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> not like that. That sounds bad. That's not what I mean. I no, mean, that's hey. That's exactly what you meant. It's I fine. Mean, it's fine. I love it. 
They're her side pieces. I mean, hey. But, because, I mean, they won. This but match. it was lackluster. But they had, they lost the titles on Monday. Yeah. Before this. Yeah. Then won them back again. So it's like they lost them on Monday just to win them back on Saturday. Yeah, it was. Like, it was, it was really strange. Then what's the point of losing them? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. Because for the finish, you had Alexa was going to do the Twisted Bliss yeah. on EO or Dakota. I can't remember. But Nikki comes in and distracts her. Another distraction. Ooh, 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 ooh. Comes in and, and, you know, foils that. And then Dakota does a DDT off of the top rope onto Alexa, and then EO pins her. Like, out of all of the distractions during this event, that one made the That was sense. the only one. Yeah. Especially now with your theory. Yeah. Like, I'm all for this theory, by oh, the way. Yay. I'm, I'm here I hope it, it happens. That, hey, <laughs> listeners, we've been right so many times out of here. That's true. Let's, let's keep the... We know what we're talking let's about, Let's keep Hunter. the trend. We know what we're talking about. You listening, Hunter? Thank so, you. So, we have new champs, which is also... It is cool, because mm-hmm. this is the first time that the tag women's tag titles have been won in Saudi Arabia. So I guess that's a milestone. That is pretty cool. It is cool. But at the same time, I hate, I hate to admit it, but those belts don't matter. Yeah. Like they really don't. And I know they've got to build them. But but when? When Exactly. Exactly. They've had time to do that. Uh, You know? But yeah, I mean, I gave it a, this one a three, two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was fine. Um, so we have Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a steel cage match. So, what did you think of this one? My immediate thought upon hearing that this was on the card, I was like, oh, well, Scarlett's not going to be anywhere near this. They're not going to let her because all of Scarlett's clothing, all of Scarlett's like entire MO is I'm a witchy, like, witchy sexy goddess mm-hmm. so i was like oh god like i hope they don't like but nope she was front and center what's up with the spiked cosmetic application on her she, cheekbones she had spikes on her cheeks oh guys. my gosh it was so cool so she had i would say it was more like britney-esque not in the red but you know that style oops, of that. I did again, era. Oops, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. You knew what I was talking about. Yes. But black, yes. so it was still skin tight, and I mean that woman can do no wrong. She's very beautiful. So here's what here's the thing that I find just very, and I understand it's a cultural thing. Yes. I understand that they want women to be covered up as a modesty thing. Yes. And the fact that we even have them in anything but baggy t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, you know, I know I should be grateful for that. <sighs> but at the same time, when you trade in the baggy t-shirts for skin tight onesies. Yeah. Yes, their arms are covered mm-hmm. and their chest is covered and their legs are covered, but it's skin tight. Yes. So you can see everything. Oh, you can probably see more and that, than yes. if they wore their actual ring attire yeah right so to me that is like when when you put a someone in a skin tight suit you can see their entire body shape the silhouette that is more quote-unquote enticing yeah right than them just hurt or not scarlet scarlet is an ex- uh, exception to the rule right because everything she wears is 
completely yes. inappropriate in Saudi Arabia. Yes. But I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking about like EO and but and everybody yes. else. Like their ring gear, some especially Bailey's Bailey's is more modest than what she actually had to wear. See, so who was I think it was Katie. Katie said, Man, some they're about to have a an awakening. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, all the men? She goes, uh uh-uh. uh. All the, the women. women. <laughs> it's true. It, I mean, honestly, like, it, it's funny. It's like, oh, but they're modest. It's like, but, but I see everyone's butt. <laughs> everyone's butt looks great in these. Right. So, okay. But anyway, we're not going to. That was just a something side that note. I thought about. But truthfully, as much as I love Scarlett, I was very interested in this match. I love Karrion Cross. I have enjoyed mm-hmm. him um, since... NXT, even even helmet carrying cross, like you know, gladiator, gladi. <laughs> that was really unfortunate. Darth helmet. I'm I'm so Stupid sorry. Darth helmet. I'm so sorry they did that to you. <laughs> it's okay, baby. We've moved on. Yeah. Um. But, and then McIntyre, of course, I I was excited to mm-hmm. see these two, and I, a steel cage, it's. It's always entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I've always enjoyed a steel cage. Um, but I was in- interested to see, and sure enough, it was very evident at the end about what craftiness was going to happen. Um, but I want to talk about the match more before we get to the end because sure. it brings back to what we talked about on the last podcast. Uh-huh. And I want to talk about what happened within the match to then get to that point. Yeah, go for it. Um, no, uh, like, I'm sure you have more notes on, on I the don't. Act- Oh, okay. I just have the um, end. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we should just go telly ho forth to the end then. Cause I haven't, I don't have my notes with me either. So, okay. yep. All right. Um, I mean, I, so there were some, I do remember there were some very nasty spots and your favorite rubbing up against the, the <laughs> rubbing up I faces up it. against the cages. It's so gross. It is really gross. Like, um, it's like ugh. you're trying to like cheese grater their face. Yes, like, and it's effective. It. Like, on, and it's because like we know uh, if we go outside to a chain link fence, there's not that little plastic cover that's all around the cage. That there's shit that's sticking out. Yeah. Well, now, <laughs> now, but the red cage. Remember, it had that oh. plastic all over it and all that stuff. That's so now true. I'm kind of like, it's not that scary, but. I mean, it. <sighs> the thing with cage matches for me, yeah, they're kind of hit or miss for me, yeah. Because when they have a top on the cage, I enjoy it more. Makes sense. When Makes sense. it's open, I don't enjoy it as much because the stipulation is who can escape the cage. Yeah, and I I don't like that stipulation as much as just like we are locked in a cage and I either like. I win or you die, right? Like that's that's kind of the stipulation. That's true. Like no one else can get in here, and we're gonna fight it out. And you can't get out, and I can't get out, and we're gonna settle this. See, okay, now I see that, but also wasn't that the whole strap match issue? Was that so? That's why Drew gave Carrion the strap match because he was like, you can't get away this time. Yeah. So now they had to have a way for him to try to escape mm-hmm. and bitch out. No, I, I get the reason for the stipulation. I yeah. just don't necessarily like that stipulation. That's fair. Just because I think it, it makes it less intense. Yeah. Because the whole time you're just seeing who can get out of it quicker. And 
to me that I don't want to say it defeats the purpose because it doesn't. It still makes it entertaining. Yeah, but it's a different because the whole time you have Scarlet on the outside. Yes. Who you know she's using the pepper spray <sighs> because pepper spray can get through a, a fence. <laughs> it can get through the cage. Whoa, magic! I know. I'm really smart, guys. <laughs> like that's that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that she was a ringside. I'm like. Okay, they do know that pepper spray is a mist, right? <laughs> it's and even if it even if she she didn't spray it, she could fit the pepper spray through, through the, the cage. <laughs> and so, see, and so I don't know. So that was kind yeah. of what was plaguing me the entire time, and I hate that shit like that stays with me. But it does. It does because to me logically that doesn't make any sense yeah because especially if the stipulation is you have to escape and that means that the cage is open at certain points yes and she's just standing there the entire time (laughs) i must stay in my spot i cannot leave my spot waiting for drew (laughs) to be the one to come out because how this shit ends is she's waiting and he's trying to escape yes she sprays him right in the face just and he sells it like the rock sells a stunner right like he like completely (laughs) rolling up at our other side (laughs) of the cage and carrion is just like doing the thing that you hate ladder, like just crawling so slowly to the point where drew who still has pepper spray in his eye yes can climb up to the top of the cage of the cage and then climb down halfway and, jump and off then ju- yes before carrion crawls out of it. and that's okay i was going to discuss that and yeah. i was going to discuss the pepper spray yes. because officially now that the pepper spray has been again brought back her magic is dead yes that makes me pissed yes oh, i could talk about that forever but i just hope that they can develop her to not just be oh i bring in weapons and this happens but Yes, that's me. I I liked Magic Scarlet. But. No, I did too. I agree with you 100%. But I think I think you are right in saying that now that she has used this twice, yes. that they that's not the direction that they're going in. But I think what what worries me about them being Carrion and Scarlet yeah. is they have really they have a really cool look. Yes. They have a really cool entrance, right? They have like really good chemistry together, obviously. But, like, once he gets in the ring, all of that kind of goes away for me. And like, yeah. he, he loses all of what he built on the way to the ring. And once he gets in there, it kind of drops. Hmm. Because if you think about the finish, <clears throat> he kind of looked silly. <laughs> right? Anytime they take five ever... If it's Xavier, if it's Karrion Cross, yeah. if it's Brock Lesnar, they all look dumb doing it. Well, especially if a pepper sprayed Drew yes! beat him <laughs> to get over. To get completely up one side of the cage and halfway down the other. Oh, my god! And he beats you before you can crawl out of it. That, when Scarlet's basically mm, trying to pull you like, out. She, look. She's a strong woman. Sure. She absolutely could have grabbed his happy ass and dragged him out. See, that's it, it the ending just didn't it work was, for it me. It was it was like opening up a soda that you're really excited for and then psh, it's dead flat. <laughs> like that's exactly how yeah, that ending felt. For sure. Like I was like, "Oh man, like we could have shaken up this soda, like all sorts of shit could happen and psh, nothing." Yeah. 
No, I think that's really good because, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. So, I mean, I gave this one a three, too. Yeah. Um, just because I, w- I, yeah, I agree like with this. They've three. lost their luster, I think. And they this happened to them in NXT. I it don't know did. if you really remember. I didn't want to admit it. But when Karrion debuted in NXT and they had the, you know, Scarlet came out and did their whole entrance. We weren't sure about it at first, but we then were on board. Oh, yeah. Right? Because she did all the witchy magic stuff and it was like super cool and fun. Then as time went on and they put the belt on him, he got really stale mm-hmm. to the point where they had to do gim- gimmick match after gimmick match after gimmick match for him to feel interesting. Yeah. Like there was one, I think one of the last ones they did was a fatal four way with Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. That was forever ago. They had to ago. throw everything they had at this man to make him interesting. See, and then even when he was champion and then S- Samoa Joe mm-hmm. came in and that last, even then. It, we like, were happy because he finally, we fi- he finally took it from him. And now we had it on someone that was interesting. Yeah. Because he had outstayed his welcome. And I feel like. I feel like this is what's going to happen. And that's such a shame. Like this, yeah. this formula seems in every other aspect to be perfect. Yeah. I, I just don't get why it's not connecting here. I don't know. Is either. it because of the hair? Because <laughs> he has hair again? No. No, because no. he was bald before and <laughs> I it didn't <know>. connect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But it's, it's frustrating because I really like both of them. I hope that this is the end of their feud, though. I agree I 100%. They it's both it's need time to, to let it go. On. Yes. And Drew especially I, needs he can do to so move many on. Things. Also, I need this man to not fight sick anymore. Yeah, I had like, no idea. He had the flu. Oh my god! He had a, the full-on flu in a hot desert city. And it wasn't until he got up after he won and he started to climb the rope. Oh god! To, and oh my gosh! Do you look at him? You're like, he could fall right now. And be dead to the world for the next 24 hours. Yeah, but he just kind of looked like everybody else because everybody was super tired and sweaty at the end of their yeah. match on this because they do an open air arena in Ugh. Saudi Arabia for these shows. Just flashback I... to Finn Balor and the demon makeup that completely oh, was off of his skin before he peace. even came to the ring. And you know that makeup lady tried so hard. Oh, I know. Yeah, oh. but it's a dry heat. <laughs> Try telling Bobby Lashley that. Okay. <gasps> no, that was savage. <laughs> Did you see him? Uh, it I, looked like he I went do flipping. every time. <laughs> every like time. He just got out of a There pool. are some people who just cannot help that they are sweaty people. I Bobby am, Lashley is one of those people. I understand. I know, but it's so fun to make fun <laughs> of him, though. I'm sorry. Anyway, so our next match is Judgment Day versus the OC. Man. I love the Judgment Day. I love them. I am them. so happy that they are finally getting over. It's because so when good. they first started out, Vince did not know what to do with them. And That's Vince is I stupid. think that Triple H fully understands and loves the Judgment Day because he starts every Raw with Judgment Day. He has the biggest work ethic crush on Rhea, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> I 
absolutely believe like okay there's a like i've talked about this with you just in personal like like there are people i'm like i would never ever like have a romantic feeling for this person Mm -hmm. but i admire how hard they work and their (laughs) talent and how i think that's hunter he sees ria and he's like you're just you're just fucking phenomenal and i want to give you the world because you are just such a good wrestler. I've never heard of a work ethic crush. Oh my gosh, are you serious? No. Oh my gosh, no. I had the biggest work ethic crush on somebody in the department, and I'm not going to say who. <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Not that they're listening, but I'm not going to say who. But they worked their asses off, and I really appreciated it. But I looked at them, and I was like, I would never in my life ever date you. Sure. Like, I just look at you, and I'm like, no. But I really really like how dedicated you are to your work and how like talented you are sure that is the nerdiest fucking thing i've ever heard in my life (laughs) i give credit where credit is due oh my god they worked really hard a work ethic crush yeah all right (laughs) add that to your repertoire man i am gonna suck that work ethics dick no Damn it! <laughs> oh. I can't. <laughs> okay, no. need to get back on track. Okay, where were we? So, <laughs> it's bring your daughter to work day. No! <laughs> oh my God! We're all going to hell. <laughs> it's fine. Forgive me, God. So, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Rhea Ripley is awesome. No, but I. I I said this when we were watching. Damn it, I said this when we. I'm trying to get us back on track. Somebody call HR. No, we don't. No. We don't have HR. We can't do anything. That's our problem. We don't have HR. So, I feel. I said this on the night we were watching it. I would love it if randomly one night it can be on Raw. It doesn't have to be on a pay per view. That when Judgment Day comes out and then they split off on like, you know, is it going to be Finn and Dominic? Is it going to be Damien and Finn? Like, who's who's on the team? I just want Rhea to just like hop up there one night. Yeah. And it just be like Finn and Rhea or yeah. Dominic and Rhea. Like you know, somebody gets like injured. Mm-hmm. They fall out and then Rhea's just there with a the hot tag and they don't even realize. And then they tag and then they're like, and they turn. And there she is. Because judgment, and she just jumps over the top yes. rope like a badass that she is. Yes, because Judgment Day is the best thing that is on Raw. Absolutely, like, it's kind of the only thing that they have <laughs> because <laughs> they, there's no Roman, there's no Bray Wyatt. No, nope. like they have to have something, and, and it's Judgment Day. Oh my So Judgment gosh. Day opens every single episode of Raw, and it is the best. And I will never forget because Katie Bearden and I had the pleasure and privilege of seeing <laughs> Rhea Ripley body slam gallows on the floor. Oh. And it was the best thing I think either one of us have ever seen in our lives. And we were the only ones in our box that popped at all. You guys, I'm sure, were screaming your heads off. Oh, my God. It was the best thing. Now, listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was an episode of Raw that came. They were in Charlotte. Um, and Katie and I, um, well, Katie got us tickets and, oh my God, it was the best thing ever. <laughs> Gallows goes out of the ring for, for some reason during the match and Rhea just deadlifts him Goodness. and body slams this man. Gallows 
is at least 6'3". He's huge. Okay, and he is a huge man, probably close to 300 pounds, probably over 300 pounds. Oh, definitely. And she picked him up like he was a paperweight. <laughs> like, it was insane. And it was one of the best things I've ever seen I'm in my life. I'm a boss bitch. Like, Katie, I cannot emit the sound high enough that Katie the and I's sc- voice has got to. <laughs> We all know the Katie screech. I can only imagine how many more octaves it went up for the both of you. We both were screaming at the screen. Show the replay. Show the replay. <laughs> like, we were just like, can we just watch that over and over for the rest of the night? That's, like, I want to watch this. That's fantastic. Over and over. So I was hoping that we would get something like that. The only thing we got was the interference at the end. But it's okay. I was kind of scared that we wouldn't get any Rhea at all because of where we were. Yeah. Um, but she did interfere at the end but this match was so good i enjoyed this match this was probably my favorite match this hands down this was an incredible match Mm -hmm. but i do want to give a little side thing real quick so when we were driving home i after this pay-per-view i was giggling really really hard and it was because david are you ready are you are you ready to say the the nickname (laughs) Um, And I started giggling very hard because it's hilarious that his name is Dominic and it's, you know, the reverse and he's the Dom. And and so I started giggling really hard and I I shouldn't have taken that long to to make that connection of that joke and that, you know, so I I was I present this to you so you can make fun of me for it. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that that that's the joke. Yeah, is I know. that now they're calling him Dom? Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's very clear yep. that he I, is not. It, yeah, I got there mm-hmm. way later than everyone else. Which everyone it, else finished that race, <laughs> and I came in not hot. <laughs> I think I the, guarantee that he finished that race. We no. can only hope that she did. <laughs> I. <laughs> I <laughs> love it, but also feel so uncomfortable every time I see them on, on screen. Oh. Like, I, I, I don't want it to go away, but I want it to go away. Does that make sense? I, like, it, they are, I am not a lovey-dovey, touchy-feely type person. Yeah. So, like, just any PDA at all, to <laughs> me, is very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, the way that she just is, like, all over him all the time and, like, whispering <laughs> shit in his ear, I'm like, oh, God, please stop. But, like, I don't want it to. Because it works in the story. You 100% know she has whispered to him at least once, you're going to learn something tonight. (laughs) No, I want the opposite. I want her to say like the most bullshit things into his ear. You want to get some Taco Bell after this? Exactly. (laughs) I got to fart real bad. Like something ridiculous, like trying to make him break. That's what we would do do on tour all the time. (laughs) Like there was a part in the show that the musical that we did that, uh, there was one of the actors and I, we had to be off to the side with our puppets and we didn't have any dialogue. We were just supposed to be like miming and doing shit. Yeah. And every single time this actor would try to make me break <laughs> and he would say stuff all the time that would try to make me laugh. And it worked a lot of the time oh my because I'm, I'm the worst when it comes to that. Like <laughs> you I, have, are? I have no chill whatsoever. So if anyone what? says anything no. to me, I'm going to laugh, but that's the type of stuff that I, I really want to happen. See, and like the camera is right up on him all the time. And I just like, I just want you to break. Yeah. Like, I know she's saying something to you. Like, I just want to, I want to know what it is (laughs) and I want to see you laugh. But 
Anyway, I think this group works. Yeah. And I am happy to see the OC back. I didn't think I would because I don't really like Gallows and Anderson. I didn't really like them before they left. I think they're okay. I'm they there I know there's a lot of shit going on with New Japan and Anderson right now. I know that he holds one of their titles and he's kind of refusing to let it go right now. Mm. There's a lot of drama going on right, with that right now. Interesting. And but commentary really did not shy away from the fact that this was a Bullet Club reunion. Yes, and that, which I thought was really interesting. Yes, because this is the most that WWE commentators have ever talked about New Japan or ever. That was IWGP mentioned as well. That that's New Japan. This is it's that's the name of their their belt. Oh, I'm getting them mixed up then. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll do that research on my own. Because New sorry. Japan, it has. With where the Bullet Club was created. Yeah, no, I and just Bullet, I just got the names of the belts mixed up, and that's just yeah, my fault. So. Bullet Club is a huge oh club yeah no that yeah. spans lots of different like, people with lots of generations. Different, yeah, and lots of different companies now house those people. Um, and normally it's not spoken of outside of Japan it's, until yeah. AEW came along, and now they talk about it all the time because they have a partnership with them. Yes. But this is like kind of one of the, I mean, they, they do the whole too sweet thing. Yeah. Like, up, you know, they'll do it on WWE TV, but they won't explain what it means. Yeah. And they won't explain where it came from. They'll just, like, you just know. But I, I love that we are acknowledging that wrestlers actually do work outside of WWE. Or come from mm-hmm. other places. It's like, oh, like, the whole era is like, no, you were made and molded and formed here at WWE. Everything else before that doesn't matter. And even any shit that you do after. Yeah. If you come back. It's like, yeah, like, whatever. A lot of people have left and come back and we just, we just pick up like, it's like that relationship that, you know, had a break mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, well we start back. Oh, we, I mean, we were dating five years before this. So it's not like we can go all the way back to the beginning. So we have a new anniversary so we- now <laughs> and we have a new first date. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. But even when Cody Rhodes came back, like all they said was that he was gone for six years. What was he doing? <laughs> he just disappeared. I don't know. Maybe creating a he whole was, other wrestling company behind you, like part of the snap. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's kind of kind of the feel exactly of it. Exactly. But it now is. we are acknowledging. What will be really interesting is if other people, when their contracts are up in AEW, mm-hmm. they go back. Yeah. Will they acknowledge AEW? Because they still haven't done that yet. So that'll be the true test of time. Yeah. But I, I loved this match. I gave it a four. Yeah, this was a breathtaking match. The, the finish of this was really fun because you had AJ who goes for the phenomenal forearm from the outside and Rhea catches him in an inverted electric chair. <laughs> so they have... Great shame for a move, she by the way. has him on her shoulders like chicken style yep right and then just flattens him right on the apron because there were there was another spot i think i hope you remember this part because they had about three people that were on people's shoulders at one point <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted them to start hitting each other like you were playing <laughs> like, chicken and they're pretending that they're in the pool the people are underneath they're pretending <laughs> to swim and walk slow <laughs> i really i was really hoping that's where they were gonna yes. go but they didn't they took it a serious route Boo. but that's no fun yeah so she hits, come on hunter you know you need us on your writing team <laughs> so she we gotta play chicken she hits that spot on the outside and that 
causes enough of a distraction to uh, have Finn hit the coup de gras, which like <gasps> the most precise coup de gras I think I've Beautiful. ever seen in my life. Like and I'm pretty sure the soul left the body and at that point. The most correctly pronounced <laughs> coup de gras. Because you know who said it. Not our stupid ignorant slut. <laughs> no, but your ex-husband Wade Barrett. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, does this like, are you guys going to talk again? It's up to him. After this? It's up to him. You know, I mean, he did, he did say it correctly, you know, and that's like kind of one of your things. Yeah. You know, I got to think about it. Okay. I got to think about it. That's fine. Yeah. I I know that pronouncing (laughs) words correctly is big turn on for you. (laughs) I mean, nerd. Like we already discussed this. She has a work ethic crush. So... Robert's got a phonetic dictionary on hand at all times. <laughs> Knows how umlauts work and everything. No. I mean, he probably does. If Wade Barrett is definitely oh. one of those people that has like an intellect would be his turn on, I think. Because <laughs> he has all the bad news. <laughs> He's got- I'm afraid I've got some bad grammar. <laughs> so that's why he couldn't be on the panel with <laughs> with Corey Graves because oh, yeah. because you couldn't handle it. No, you know what? So yeah, it was. I might have to reach out to him Aww, now. That's I might. great. We'll that. Hey, Good for you guys. We'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> we love A week you. before my wedding. Hey, you know. <laughs> Robert hears this and just pushes the phonetic dictionary (laughs) onto the ground like a cat. (laughs) Just bat, 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 bat. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So our semi-main is the... Oh, sorry. Just kidding. uh, Soik! I missed two matches. Are we really? Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. So, (laughs) y'all, this card was really long. It was. Like, way longer than most. This was almost like AEW level of matches. Yeah. So, the next match is Omos versus Braun Strowman. And I think I just, I totally forgot about this match because the only thing I wrote down was nope. Nope. So I think I didn't like it. <laughs> I think that was good enough, girl. Nope. I think, you know what? We should just leave it at that. The only thing that was cool about this was the finish. And it was because Braun did a, power, a running power slam on almost, which was really impressive. But, but other than that, I don't like big dude matches. I've said it before. Yeah. I don't like them. Is it possible that you just wanted to talk about the Jordan Peele film, film Nope? Probably. Because we can do that. No, yeah. I definitely want to talk about a movie that I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a really great, intense conversation. <laughs> definitely nope. have no notes on that one. Um, I think that says enough, though. Yeah, no, it does. Nope. I, I also... You noticed that MVP wasn't there. I did not. You're right. Do you, so I guess if you didn't notice, you don't know why he wasn't there. No, I don't think I've caught up on yeah, that. Yeah, so MVP is with Omos. Yes. Because Omos cannot speak. He cannot. And that is... He, need, he, he's he a needs big a mouthpiece. Right, and he slaps meat. And he's... So... <laughs> <laughs> we are losing it tonight, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so okay, I'm here. MVP was not there. Um, 
I've heard two different reasons. Um, one of which um, is that he has a criminal record. Oh. And apparently Saudi Arabia is very strict about that, about letting people who have criminal records into their country. Oh. Um, okay. That's the main one that I heard. I also heard that he is a former Muslim and who huh. who is now atheist. Oh. So anyone who is a former Muslim and is now of any religion at all is very frowned upon in Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, I could so, see that. seeing as how um, Islam is the main religion. Definitely. So... Um, huh. Those were the two reasons that I heard. Interesting. Now, I'm not going to say that that is confirmed. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that that's like 100% accurate. Yep. But that, those are the two things that I've heard. But I feel like the, this match really lacked Without not him. having MVP there. Because yeah. he's been the one that's been driving this whole feud. Honestly, he's been the one that's made this even remotely interesting. Yeah. Um, because Braun and almost just haven't even really spoken it's been MVP who has been the mouthpiece for kind of both of them. Yeah. I can and see that definitely happening. So, yeah, him not being there and them not really saying why yeah. he wasn't there, it was just very strange. Because almost came out alone, which he hasn't done at all, ever. Yeah. Hmm, I didn't think about that. Um, but we did get um, a very uh, gifable moment or memeable moment. Of Michael Cole and almost <laughs> with almost his hand oh, engulfing Michael Cole's <laughs> face. And I think now that is forever imprinted in my brain. It's probably forever imprinted on his face. Probably. Probably he's just got a handprint on his face from almost. But, but yeah, I gave I gave this one a two and a half. I really didn't like well, this that, one. I think also because, you know, we are petty at times. He... Yeah. Braun, I don't know what is his deal, but he likes to just start stuff now, and it's kind of annoying. He's like, controlling his narrative. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, after being with EC3 and that whole control your narrative thing, he has been very outspoken about stuff. And he was kind of difficult to work with before he left WWE. Yeah. And one of the main reasons why he wasn't re-signed, he wasn't let go like the rest of them. He was let go because he, they could not come to a negotiated salary for him because he wanted so much more than everybody else <sighs> when he wasn't even really doing anything like, at the time. Knowing your worth is very important mm -hmm. in a lot of different, you know, professions. Not, not just wrestling. Right. But also, like, you can't, you can't overshoot because it's going to be impossible to land anything. And I think that's, like, he's just overcompensating with, like, how he's feeling, I guess, because he had to come to an agreement. I don't know if it's ego. I don't know what, but... It's ego. Don't, it, it is. don't, look, don't, yes, you're a big meaty man that slaps the meats. You're a big, huge dude. But don't shit on other people because you can't do backflips and you can't jump off of ropes. Yeah. And, and don't talk shit on the internet just because you can't do it. If you want to go do it, go learn how to do it. Don't. Mm, that it makes me mad. I also am very protective of my high flyers. You are, but I, I also like my high flowers. How high flowers? High flowers. High flyers. I. But also, we have talked about this match longer than I had wanted to talk about it because of the shit that he said. Yeah. So. Boom. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He, right? Because. Oh, see, I just got worked. Just saying. Ah, I got worked. But yeah, 2.5. 2.5. 2 Didn't like it. Nope. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> um, our next match is the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. Hey. Which I, uh, I love that. I love <laughs> this, right? I love everything about the Brawling Brutes yeah. and the Usos. And um, I've loved the stuff that they're doing with Imperium. I just, this match wasn't very believable to me, but that was because I knew what had happened on SmackDown beforehand. Uh. So basically on the SmackDown prior to this, New Day had come out yeah. and Set was talking to um, the Usos about how they were about to beat their streak, right? Okay. Their winning streak. Okay. Um, or how, sorry, how many days that they've been tag champions. They were about to break the New Day's record. Damn. Right? And basically, they had set up for the following SmackDown a match against either the Usos or the Brawling Brutes, whoever had the tag titles at the time. Right? Man, I hate when they write that stuff and it's like, well, so that was I already, think a kindergartner could yeah. guess that one. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. So that was already set in place for the following week. Now, if you are looking at Saturday. Yeah. And they, on the previous Friday, they were just talking about how the Usos were about to eclipse the New Day as the longest reigning tag team champions. Are you going to have the Brawling Brutes win? <laughs> because that tag match on the next SmackDown is going to not be as interesting. Yeah. Because it's just going to be Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne, the new tag team champs. Like, sure, it'll be a good match, but, like, that's not the story that they're telling. Yeah. It's, so it was hard for me to watch this one because I already kind of knew the outcome. See, of it. that's interesting. I didn't know that part, so mm -hmm. I was I was hopeful. But I mean, it was still a good match, and oh, there were yeah. still some moments where I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong," because yeah. there were. But definitely once it's times. written in stone like that, it's yeah, that's hard to shake. Yeah, so Aww. I I think that the Brawling Brutes are still one of my favorite things on SmackDown right now. Oh, they're fantastic. Um, besides the whole Bray Wyatt stuff. But yeah. I, I do what I do find interesting in this match, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Mm. Let's find out. There were We Want Sammy chants. Yes. In Saudi there Arabia. Were. <laughs> yes, there were. They were chanting We Want Sammy. And then it was it was taken out. It was dead silent. It, it started about like four times and then suddenly nothing yeah they legit cut the feed from the audience Ooh. because because all of us were like wait what because i know because i think i was the one who heard it yeah and then I you and like, chris both were like wait, there's what? no way no there's no way that they're chanting we want sammy and then by the time Dude. everybody was starting to listen to it they cut it i hope that man was sitting in a hot tub drinking a margarita or something <laughs> laughing his ass off watching this being like that's right they want me even over there, but I'm, I'm not going to give them the fucking time of day. I'm even over in Saudi Arabia, bitches. Like, <laughs> suck on Menards. Like, <laughs> I, I loved it. That's I absolutely fantastic. loved it. And that's the thing. It's like, you think, like, you know, for anything, like, any culture, any, you know, construct, like, even, like, any religion, sometimes even, you know, Christians, we do that where it's like, we think this one thing. Right. And it's clearly like, okay, look, they clearly don't have an issue. 
Like these are people who really truly care about wrestling. I will say that. Mm-hmm. The fans over there really give a shit. They're diehard, yeah. They really do. They care. So they clearly know who Sammy is. They clearly know his background. They clearly know everything. Well, they watch weekly. Exactly. It's very clear. It's not it's not the fans who have issues no, with Sammy. No, and it's, that's the it's thing. It's the government body. Yes. Of Saudi Arabia. And it's not even that they have an issue with him. It's the fact that he is of Syrian descent. Yes. And that's the whole reason why he's choosing to not go. Yes. That's the thing. It's not like he's barred from entering that country. He's- oh, see, like I thought at the very beginning when Saudi Arabia, like they said, no, he's not allowed. Yeah. In the beginning it was. So now it's just a choice but as now well. now it's a choice. Well, good for him. Because our, what I'm thinking is there's no way... With the popularity that the bloodline and him exactly. have right now, that they would not want the entire group to be there. That bit made me actually laugh when they called him, when the Roman called him, well, Usi, yeah. but when Roman said, well, I'm just going to rename him to, <laughs> to Sammy Uso, that thing killed me. Yeah, so it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating to like see the appreciation so i mean i gave this one a three and a half definitely three and a half um but yeah i the we want sammy part is I think that bumped what it I'm, up definitely what i'm gonna take away from this one yeah um so here's the semi-main <laughs> and here we are so we have uh bianca Belair versus yes, bailey in a last woman standing match oh man and this is actually the first <laughs> women's match with a stipulation in Saudi Arabia. So this is another first. Yeah, that's right. So this is a women's title match. So that's happened before. Yes. But that not happened before, with yes. a stipulation. Yeah. So, so it was just a clean just, match. Mm-hmm. They've yes. just been regular matches. And last, last man, last woman standing matches can be fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of the hits did not really hit. No. <laughs> some of the gimmicks did not really hit with this one. But I loved the ending. Oh, I did too. I loved the I ending. I thought it was very creative. I, I had never seen anything like that, and I bumped up my score because of that ending. Yeah, no, I, I think the ending itself was very creative. Um, but yeah, overall, I can, I can see what you're saying with some of the other, the other the spots. The golf cart spot really got me. See, I, <sighs> the golf... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, well, it's also because we also watch AEW. So a golf cart to us is different because we've seen what can happen the right way with a golf cart. And so if you're going to introduce something like a golf cart that already has a stigma to being crazy. Yes. Right. Like you and you don't deliver on that. Not even in the slightest. Like poor thing. (laughs) <laughs> both of them had issues with this golf cart so bailey like, was the one that brought it out yeah and bianca did the whole like looney tune thing in front of it being like oh no it's gonna hit me it was going four <laughs> miles an hour like the part she, that scared me was when she got on top you can clearly see the wood plank that was across it trying to give it extra support break uh-huh. and just it's flapping in the breeze and i'm going get Oh, it was not meant for anyone to be on top. It was a regular standard golf cart. Like it was not made. It was not built for anyone to be on it. And then of course there's the, I don't know if you heard dogs say this, but dogs made a joke about how he was surprised that there was even allowed to be driving. Um, So (laughs) 
they were even allowed to drive. So. <laughs> oh, dogs. Damn it, dogs. Hey, um, hey, we're, we're, you know we're, what? We're breaking glass ceilings. We're breaking, right? like we, <laughs> we're breaking plexiglass. We got it. We got to do it. Ceiling. You're this. driving straight through them. <laughs> we are. You're jumping the curb. Uh, uh, uh. But the, the part where they, drove down the ramp the camp part the of me worst. really li- no the camp part no. of me really liked <laughs> okay so bailey is hanging on for dear life on the top of this golf cart again bianca is going four miles an hour like there i could i could run and jump onto this golf cart with the speed that she was driving it at oh so I she liked drives it. and then she hits the brake before she gets to the table. So here's what I was thinking was going to happen. See, I'm like, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. So what, what's going to happen <laughs> in an ideal world? In, in a magical Picture world. Picture this. <laughs> in I this world, it. you have Bianca that just flies down the ramp, right? Hits the brakes. Bailey goes off of the top uh-huh. and then goes through the table. Yes. That's what I was thinking in my head was going to happen. I'm like, this, this spot's going to save this match. It's going to save this match. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I got my hopes up on that. I don't know why I thought that that physically could actually happen. Because we've watched cartoons our whole life, I've Shelby. watched AEW do the spot. That's what has made, that's what it is. Because I've seen Sammy Guevara go flying died. into oblivion. He died. I've, I've seen Kevin Owens die for our sins on a golf cart. Okay. Like I've, it's happened in WWE before. I just don't think that they should have introduced it if it was going to be kind of lackluster like that. Because what ended up happening is Bailey got thrown off of the golf cart. Or no, sorry. She didn't get thrown off the golf cart. She Bianca takes her off of it yeah. and then power slams her onto, onto the table, the, but which then, does not break. I am the table. I felt so bad for Bailey at the end of this match. That hurt like a she, mother. She hit the table on the edge with her upper oh. back neck area. Then she is trying to take a KOD oh, no. onto oh, the no. chair. I forgot that one. And I got Adam Cole flashbacks oh. and I got really upset. I forgot about that one. As soon as you said the KOD, I was like, oh no. I don't no. know if Bailey, if, if she was supposed to move it out of the way at the last minute, if she was trying to adjust it. I don't, I don't know, know what happened, but she does the KOD and her just knee first onto the Ugh. onto the chair and it just buckles and i'm just having that flashback moment of Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole with those two that chair spot in NXT where they have the chairs are back to back oh no and then yep, they just nope yep. nope 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 that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So no. thankfully it wasn't that bad. No. Oh. But it was still pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it leads into the the finish where Bianca gets a ladder. Yes. And puts Bailey in between the ladder. Yes. And then pushes it underneath the corner and underneath the turnbuckle. So like the, the top of the ladder was under the second rope. Yeah. But then the first part was underneath and then she was stuck between and could not actually physically move it. Which yeah. I thought was ingenious. Very creative finish. Loved it. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been like, that's a good finish. Yeah. Like that makes sense. See, I, with this feud, I, I feel like it should have ended at extreme rules. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I was of the I was in the camp that I thought Bailey should have won at Extreme Rules. Yeah, because, you were you were a big yeah. But because I'm like okay if she, if she does if she loses then it has to be over. 
right? Because this is like, how many times have we gone for this title? Like, it, she needs to be done. But who would... I know. That's the thing. Yeah. And then they announced Survivor War Games, right? Yeah. So they have to extend this feud until after War Games. Yeah. Because they have to have a team to do war games with. Yeah. So now we're just in this cycle. This loop. So we are going to be doing this whole Bianca Bailey thing for at least until after November. BB. You know, and I love Bailey. Bailey's been mm-hmm. one of my. And I love Bianca. One of my favorites, like from the beginning. Yeah. But I don't need this match anymore. I think it's time to let it li- live and let die. But we, we can't. Nope. <laughs> so we're not allowed to. But I just don't believe that Bailey can beat her at this point. Because literally, like, every stipulation she has lost, every interference that yeah. she has put in front of her, she has still lost. Yeah. So I, whenever she goes up against her again, I'm just like, okay. I'm interest, interested to see where Bianca can go from here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see new challengers, see new I think opponents. they're waiting for Sasha to come back. Do you think she's going to come back? I don't know. But I, I think they're holding out hope that she will. Have we heard anything about Naomi? I mean, I think they're supposedly supposed to be a package deal now for some reason. Interesting. Um, I mean, besides walking in uh, New York Fashion Week. Yeah. Which, that was crazy. I don't know. But I, I honestly think that, because I can't think of anybody else. I mean, unless Charlotte comes back, I really don't know. <laughs> and I don't think anybody wants that. Yeah. I really don't. I think, I think both her and Andrade need to just go. Yeah, chill. I agree. Go chill. Go chill. But I gave this a three and a half. I, I actually would give it a four just for the just for the ramp part alone. But that's also because I loved that campy crap. I do <laughs> like it. <laughs> and then, you know, the we already talked about the Roman and, yeah. and Logan Paul match. Um, so overall, I mean, I gave this a three and a half. Yeah, I said three. Um, just because the it the main event just really bumped everything up for me. Yeah. Um, so who is your ignorant slut for this crown jewel pay-per-view? Um, it's tough because as we were talking earlier, a lot of the stuff was subpar, right? Like there wasn't a huge mess up and I mean, there were like botches and like little things, but Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't like say like with certainty. Uh, overall, I, clearly, if you want my petty answer, it's Logan Paul. But that's just for personality. But I'm not going to do that. Right. I'm not. I'm actually because I, I thought about it for a really long time. I did today, and I was just like, I can't. Like, yes, that's funny, but I can't. I can't give it to him. I. Well, he didn't deserve it, it this time. And that's the thing. Yeah. I can't, in honesty, give it to him because right. he did well. And, mm-hmm. oof, bleh, but he did well. That really makes you feel dirty, doesn't it? <laughs> I hate it. Because um, you're going to hate me later, but you're going to understand why. Um, Cryptic. Ooh. Did you just threaten me? <laughs> no, it's a promise. In the nicest way I think I've ever heard anyone be threatened. Right. Don't forget who controls the board. What? No. That's true. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. No. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm going to have to say the almost match. The almost match and the, oh, the Braun Strowman match. Yeah. Just because literally when you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. 
that happened. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just because of Braun, but like truly, like I forgot about that match completely. Yeah. So that's that's my ignorance slut. So mine just is- just out of just sheer like that was that was a thing. Yeah. And I forgot about it. Mine was Jake Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why he's there. I don't know why we need both of the Paul brothers. And why does he get music? He has music. That's he has rude. A, he has his name on the Tron. Like, he... There's literally no reason for his ugly ass to be there. His punches were the worst oh. thing I have ever seen in my life. Oh. Like, and I, wor- I have worked with children on stage combat. <laughs> okay. We've worked with adults. Right, but like children doing stage combat. I have seen kids throw better fake punches than than that that man. man. So that man. That man, I just can't. I wasn't sure where that sentence was going. So for a second, I thought that you were running like elementary school fight clubs. (laughs) Hey, you don't know what I did before I met you. (laughs) (laughs) Education's a hard place, man. (laughs) You don't know what we've been through. I'm from Eastern North Carolina. You don't know what we do over there. Public school, am I right? (laughs) Am I right? Oh. So, yeah, Jake Paul. I don't know why you're here. You don't need to be here. That's fine. Get GTFO. You don't even go here. You don't even go here. You don't even go here. Like, just because your brother did pretty good this match, like, doesn't mean that you get to just, like, tag along with here. you would not do well here. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I really hope that, I mean... With him having music and him having a, you know, Titan Tron entrance and, and everything. And you said that, and I was like, no, I don't accept that. I think that he's signed. I, I really do. I, I, like, why else would he uh, get that? But, but, yeah. So, anyway, I, I'm just not going to watch it. Yeah. Because he is even more of a dick than his brother is. He's the worst so one. And ugh. I don't want, I definitely don't want him on the screen. Yeah. Anyway, that's my address. That's fair. <laughs> Who is your EST? I want to go last because I think Yo. it's gonna it's gonna rock some brains. <laughs> I so. think mine's gonna rock some brains. <laughs> rock paper scissors. <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot. Rock. Yes. Okay, you go first. <laughs> Please don't hate me. I'm sorry, but I'm not. <sighs> Roman Reigns is acting. I'm flipping the fucking table. That was no, gonna be mine. <laughs> Roman Reigns, that's the best he's been ever. <laughs> You're going to have to mute both. Thank you very much for listening to this as a takeover. No, okay, hear us out, okay? You didn't, you left, so you don't, you didn't see it. You didn't oh. know. So, Do you know how it pains us? No, it does. It pains us to say that. It does. Uh, it pains me to hear. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> See, but he was—he was—he did a really good job. He did, and it's—it <laughs> gives me hope. It gives me hope because I'm like, okay, Roman Reigns' character before this mm-hmm. was clearly a Vince choice. Roman had and has the capability mm-hmm. to be involved to be interested and to act in a scene just alone with what i have seen with this the whole uso backstage with sammy now involved as well Mm -hmm. that character development has grown so much if you they're joking around they're they're screwing around on stage they're messing with each other like it's it's a whole other level of comfort i i implore everyone who's listening to this episode to go look up on youtube Sami Zayn and Jay Uso and Roman Reigns. 
there's a there's a segment that they did so on SmackDown that <laughs> literally is one of the best things I think I've seen on TV in a very very long time. I actually so please snorted. Go, please go look it up. It's so it's, good. It, it is really really good. And it's it's crazy. I never in my life just the selling that he because he he was able to try his damnedest to make logan paul a face right yes and you believed it for a hot second and then you remembered who you were watching and then you're like there's no way that logan paul could be a face they're trying to make him a face yes which is not stupid as hell you just need to lean in and just make him a heel like he is a he has a natural punchable face i mean he was a heel he beat the shit out of the miz I know. He I turned don't. on the Miz and beat him. He turned on the heel and punched the Miz. Well, I think that makes him a face, though. Mm. If you turn, if you punch the heel, that makes you the face. But the, technically, yeah, yeah, sure. can I do my ignorant slut now? Of course. It's the two of you. <laughs> I knew it. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's we a, all have our, our opinion, and our you're show. just wrong. <laughs> it's our show, and we can wear it as a badge of honor. <laughs> oh, what the Lord said, may. <laughs> It just started pouring all it of did. a sudden. But maybe he doesn't like Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, you notice He's it was He's a good rain- Catholic boy. He trying. It, it, was, it was raining really hard at the top of the episode, and then you got past the Reigns match, and as it went on, the rain stopped, <laughs> and then you start talking oh, about it again. No. Oops. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Lord is on my side. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. We better run. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, I think that's our sign to I wrap it up. I think we should go. <laughs> so, David, what's going on? <laughs> Besides our murders. Yeah. <laughs> well, not much. What's going on with you? Oh, you know. Uh, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> so, at some point in the next, uh, you know, two weeks or so before Thanksgiving, uh, me and Chris and Stan need to sit down and watch the uh, 2000, 2000 or 2001 Guy Ritchie classic Snatch, <gasps> which is going to be my next Perfect Ten pick. Never heard of that. Oh, it's brilliant. It's one of my favorite films. It's been you, a hot uh, minute since I've seen that. Oh, we should have a watch party. I'll yeah. happily watch it. Yes. Um, so we got that coming up in the next couple of weeks. And then uh, supposedly there's another pay-per-view the weekend of your wedding. Literally the day of the wedding. Uh-huh. Yep, that, yep. That is full gear. Yep. That is That's an right. AEW pay-per-view. That's the um, So that will be uh, Dogs a, and Chris. Yep. Okay. So then we've got an episode <laughs> yeah. of This is a Work coming up. Um, but then Survivor Series is after that. Gotcha. Yeah. So yep. that's what we got going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know what Gina's got going on. <laughs> so don't, hey. don't follow her unless you, you know, want to see just com- completely just flooded everything wedding. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> everything see, like, wedding. This is a culmination of a year and a half's worth of work. Yep. So. Yep. yep. So like in a week from now, we'll have long walk talks. And then in a week and a half, we'll have this is a wedding. This is a wedding. I thought you said no more. This is this is a shows. Only we get married, bitch. That's the name of the podcast. Long wedding talks. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> anyway. Any whore. Uh, Shelby, if people want to reach out to you online and follow you online, what's the best place to do that at? Well, they can do that at Slay All Ray on Instagram. And if you want to follow us on Instagram for This Is A Takeover, you can do that at This Is A Takeover and This Underscore Pod on Twitter. And Gina, yes. what about you? Um, in this next week and a half, don't. 
Just don't <laughs> reach out to me. I'm sorry. Love you all, but I will not be available. She will not answer you. I will not. Um, not that anyone's reached. You can just redirect all to me. It's fine. <laughs> but if you want to go on my Instagram and see all of the lovely wedding pictures that will be coming and other fun things, um, you can go on my Instagram at Broadway underscore baby 1218. Excellent. And if you would like to follow me online, the best place to do that is on Instagram. And I'm dipping my toe into oh. TikTok. <gasps> Um, no way. You can find me on both of those Get platforms out. at DB Hensley. Fun. If you want to keep up with the whole TikTok again. Yeah. <laughs> you can be like my seventh follower. You, it's can, great. Yeah. you can quit your TikTok hiatus just to follow Just David. a David Hensley. <laughs> That's right. Uh, if you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Thank you, David. And thank you for listening to This Is a Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Belmont. All the last time I need to say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have a flow to this, Gina. <laughs> Damn it. And I'm Gina Belmont. <laughs> You don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at. You do have to get called up to the altar, though.